Hey everyone, welcome to this week's um, episode of the Chit Cat Podcast. We're looking at the Snyder Cat um, this week, a legendary mythical beast that's actually a reality now. Um, so, um, helping on this grand discussion, um, we have, of course, co-hosts. We have Malik. Hello. And we have Junior. Hello. And of course, we have uh, a returning and lovely um cinema um expertise um in rebecca hi thanks for having me again it's lovely to have you so um how's everyone been doing so how have you been doing this week um (laughs) i've I've been i've been all right you know just pretty pretty standard week most weeks you know just doing the same old thing ministry in the morning chilling in the afternoon Mm. Um, just like talking, talking to my friends and just hanging out, talking to certain people, trying not to speak to certain people. You, you know, they just do it. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's been a, it's been a fun week. Yeah. So Malik's just casually flexing. You know, he has all these friends. Um, he's just like, yeah, I got all, all the friends. Um, I've even got so many friends. I'm trying to avoid some. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Mr. Popular. Um, what about you, Junior? How's your week been? Uh, all right. Uh, not really done too much. Um, not like that's opposed to nothing. But uh, yeah, it's kind of just been chilled. Really, haven't really got up to anything in particularly that's exciting. But yeah, it's been around. As Malik said, doing the same old, same old. Kind of just indoors, chilling one minute ministry and other stuff uh, at other times of the day so yeah mm. well consistency is key so it's good that you're being consistent um okay so um rebecca how's your week been what have you been up to um yeah my week's been good obviously um with the campaign a lot of ministry and then work as well so working full-time um but it hasn't been too too bad this week. I have to me, I have to admit, it's kind of been chilled. Yeah, it's been good. Hmm, that's that's really really good. Um, I'm glad everyone's here. For me, um, you know, bit of an eventful week. Moved from <laughs> moved from London to North England, so mm. that's been interesting. Um, even the pigeons are more civilized here. It's quite weird. Um, <laughs> and there's, there doesn't seem to be any squirrels, which is very upsetting. Um. Yeah, if you if you know me well enough, you'll know that I love me a good squirrel. Like not to eat, but like just to. <laughs> Squirrels are like some of the funniest animals. Just to watch them run and they get angry. Um. Okay. So this is, well, on the subject of squirrel-like things, um, this brings to the first question to warm ourselves up. So, what is your favorite Pokemon? So I'm gonna ask Malik first. What is your favorite Pokemon? Oh, okay. I'm a big, big Pokemon fan, especially Gen Three. So I think, oh man, this is hard. I'm gonna have to go with. Ooh, I'm gonna have to go with Trico. Trico, yeah, Trico, which is the the grass type starter for the. Generation three, and in the in the anime, he's like he's too swaggy. He's just got this little stick in his mouth. He's got attitude. <laughs> he's a real bad man. It's like, yeah, he's 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 cool. He's cool. But I think that's that's my favorite. I don't want to think too much because I'm going to think of too many Pokemon. Then my brain's gonna start frying. So I'll stick with <laughs> Trico. I'll stick with Trico. Yeah. Okay, so Malik's liking um. Swag, uh, swaggy Pokemon, and we're not talking about Scraggy. If you actually know your Pokemon, uh, <laughs> okay. So, Junior, what's your favorite Pokemon? Um, oh boy, there's so many. I'm starting. All of the names are starting to meld into my mind. Um, I'm gonna go. OG. See, and people go, "Oh, it's a cop out answer," but. Have to go Charizard. No, 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 no. Blast toys, mm. blast toys, blast toys. Like, 
No, blasters. Because he got like cannons in his back and that. But like they're water cannons. I was like, no, this guy's too cool. Like, and like Quirtle <laughs> was like really cute, but then like, it becomes Blastoise. Like oh that well that's there's a there's one in between, but yeah. Gone from like that cutesy little squirrel to that like, Blastoise and just being a big boss and that. Like, yeah, yeah, Blastoise, definitely. Mm. So we've got um a, a different type here. What about you, Rebecca? What's your favourite Pokemon? So I'm gonna go for old school. It's definitely Pikachu. I just always love Pikachu. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just so sweet. I, if I was to think of another one, it'd probably be Jigglypuff because she has such a lovely voice. But oh. yeah, I just and I always have the song in my head like from the um, early 2000s. I'm not gonna sing it, but yeah, Pikachu <laughs> number one. Yeah, and then Jigglypuff into second. Yeah. Wow. So we've got different type. Technically, we've all got different types of starter Pokemon. Because yeah. Juno did mention Squirtle and yeah. So I'm going to sort of <laughs> complete it because mine is Charizard. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, well, favorite color is red. Um, I, you know, saw Charizard. I'm like, yeah, I have cut me a slice of that. I'm in. So, yeah. um, I remember my, was it Pokemon the red, but like the new version? Um, I had, yeah, I had Charizard, and Charizard was like, when I brought that bad boy out, it was like, yeah, everyone's gonna. If he if he lost, I was like, that's it. There's no hope for me. <laughs> yeah, he he was like, you know, when Thanos was like, I'll do it myself. Um, yeah, I would whip him out, and it's just like, anyways. <laughs> so okay, we've got different types of Pokemon, so you can write that down in your portfolios on each of us. So now, I'm going to hand over to Junior to introduce the film and the question. Okay, thank you very much, Tim. So of course, we're, we've mentioned already we're going to be speaking about um, the Justice League film, but not the cinematic version, of course. Um, we're going to be speaking about the, the newer, renewed, you could say, or completed version um, of the original director Zack Snyder or what's referred to as the Snyder Cut um, so we're just going to obviously go through it um, questions are going to be very much like a review so we're going to kind of go through it see what everybody thought about it so that we can get some nice opinions nothing that's going to you know cause World War 3 or anything but you know <laughs> just well, hopefully it will hopefully <laughs> Hopefully it won't it won't uh, create World War Three, but let's just see what happens. So we have our first question, and of course we're going to all have turns in um, answering these. But we're going to start with question one, and we're going to start with Malik as well. So for Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut of Justice League, Malik, what would you give it out of ten? Oh, okay. Well, now we're going to get into like a big discussion later on into like comparing <laughs> the original and this version so I think I'm gonna have to give it ooh, I'm gonna give it a 9 out of 10 okay interesting interesting of course you don't have to go elaborate yet because like you said we're going to go into it a little bit deeper so Rebecca what would you give the Snyder Cut out of 10 I would give it a 7.5 and that's a big deal for me <laughs> interesting cool bean can't lie, I wasn't expecting that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, what would you, <laughs> Tim, what would you give the Snyder Cut out of ten? I'm actually going to give it an eight point five. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Okay. Already, we've got surprises, and it's only question one. All right. So, <laughs> my my rating, I'd probably give it an eight. Seven and a half, eight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be generous and give it an eight. Actually, no, seven and a half. <laughs> no, because to be overly generous would mean I have to be, I'd have to ignore certain flaws that we'll go into later. So seven and a half. Okay. So we all got our standings in terms of what we thought about it. So now the next question is, of course, elaborating upon that score. What made you give the score you did, and what worked for you? in this film so far so we'll start again same order Malik what what made you give your score and what worked for you in the film 
Um, so wait, what did I give it? I gave it a nine. <laughs> oh, no, I shouldn't have, have lifted it so high. <laughs> so the thing is, I think um, what kind of made me give it a nine is because of how much I hated the original theatrical <laughs> thing, <laughs> the theatrical cut. Like, because it's um, like obviously when you're, it's, you just naturally will do it. You compare superhero movies, so it's like mm. he's like up against like. Marvel and it's like the Avengers and the Avengers was so good it made so much sense um, and it's like with a film you kind of want to be you want to be dragged into the story you want to be like just go through the motions like in it you don't want to be like taken out and with the original there was like so many moments where it's like that don't make sense and you kind of like get <laughs> dragged out of the movie but <laughs> with the Snyder Cut it was just like so immersive and it's like what the film was like four hours long and you kind of mm. like you kind of forget how long it is because you're just like so invested in it because it made so much sense and it's just from like the story to all the little details to the music to the the colour grading uh, it's just like it was such a step up because it's like I think I would have given like the original one like a five or six (laughs) so it was it was basically nearly twice as good as the original so I guess that's that's why I've given it a nine that's fair enough and and Mm. I think that reasoning uh, makes a lot of sense that you're not just like it was good because it was good (laughs) like it was was the the clear (laughs) stuff up for you that's that's interesting all right so Rebecca why did you give it the score that you did and what did you like about the film okay so just to clarify 7.5 is actually very good in my books (laughs) (laughs) the original Justice League was rubbish so yeah I the reason why I actually gave a higher rating was finally Cyborg was actually I felt like Cyborg was finally part of Justice League. He actually understood his story better. Um, it it just made more sense watching the movie, and like Malik said, it was four hours long, but I didn't feel it because I remember watching Whedon's version. I was like, but that doesn't make sense. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? And this one now more had depth. I just kind of just like the flow of the movie, um, the music, the, yeah, just, I, it was just generally a movie that just made sense to me. So that's why I gave it a higher rating. If it was the original one, I would have given that a five or four. So it was a big improvement. Cool. I, I, I like so far that we're, we're not just saying, oh, it was good because it was newer or it was better because it was better. I think being able to watch the original and then watch the cinema version allows you to have a more informed opinion, which is obviously why you guys have um, rated it the way that you have. So, Tim, we know that you're surely to have an opinion. What made you give the score that you did? And what worked for you in, in the film? And what did you like? Well, it was newer. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, I'm, well, I've got quite a few notes here. Um, it was... <laughs> in capitals, much better than the theatrical <laughs> one. Um, these that were quite generous, I would give the theatrical one a 2 out of 10. And that's like, not even joking. That's generous. But it's so bad that I've watched it at the cinema and I've not watched it since. <laughs> but, and it's been on Netflix and Amazon Prime. I've had the opportunity to watch it. I was like, no. I, I would rather watch you know, X-Men Last Stand 50 times before I watched the original wow. Justice League. Oh, dear. So, wow. Yeah. It, it, so, anyway. Um, yeah, the one thing I did like about this and the original one, and this, well, I'm going to keep bashing on the original one because it deserves it. <laughs> but um, the world felt more real in this one. Mm. In the, the theatrical one, it really... When you watch Batman vs Superman, one thing you can't complain of is it, you know, it's supposed to be realistic. That's the sort of vibe that Snyder's going for. And also as well, even for people who want to say, oh, well, you know, you don't have to be gritty. The MCU, um, just for comparison, they've they started off grounded and more recently they've tried to get more grounded again as well. Um, although they have like, you know, fantastical elements in it. And I think, yeah, it just felt more real. Um, it didn't feel like, oh, it didn't. Basically, my rule is I usually have a good film is something that you can 
there's three things you can excuse without asking questions but when you get beyond that point then the film turns bad and the original Justice League film like it had 5,000 things that didn't make any sense <laughs> this didn't have that um, but also to tie in with that this film wasn't predictable generic which I really 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 liked um, because as well as certain DC films have been in terms of money making I felt they've been very bland it's like oh here's a film about a superhero you know it just really really typical arc of things that they're doing stuff things go bad someone gives them a pep talk basically like the flash every single episode and then they're like yeah I'm going to do it and then they do it and then everyone's like yeah you're the best and it's like okay I'm the best let's go for the sequel um what I liked is Justice League wasn't trying to be Avengers it was its own thing Mm. um yeah um what I did like music the music wise was um whenever the I don't know if any of you noticed but whenever the bad guys were like you know Dark Side or Steppenwolf or any um the start they had the same theme playing I just found that really nice like for continuity and stuff like that it just it brought a thing that it was it was more so Dark Side theme but it was couldn't even speak there um it was nice that it sort of it showed that the other people are just basically they they don't they're not important enough to get their own theme it's just basically I'm here so like I'm representing Dark Side so we'll just play his theme over it instead um yeah um, another thing, sorry everyone, but yeah, I, I, I've, got, I've got some good points. <laughs> um, good, uh, yeah, Barry felt real. Mm-hmm. His reactions were very realistic. There was that t- there certain times in the film where he would react, and you, you, it, it, it might sound like a criticism, but I found it positive. It felt like he broke character because it was that real. Like when he was like, "Are oh, you alright?" and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, wow. It was really good. And then him and Iris and stuff like that. That was, oh my, that scene was really good. Um, most improved character for me, and, and if you talk to me about films and DC films, most improved character for me was Wonder Woman by a whole, whole... The Cyborg and Flash, yes, but Wonder Woman... Okay, to put in comparison, and I'm not a like, really twisted mental person, <laughs> when it was the original one, and Superman was like, came back and he was fighting the Justice League. You were, when like she tried to tackle Superman, you were, I felt like, who are you to even dare to tackle Superman? In this one, and I think Zack Snyder does Wonder Woman a lot better than, um, I don't know, yeah. I think Patty Jenkins. Um, yeah, because she feels a lot more realistic. Yes, she's strong, but she feels like a character. In the Wonder Woman film, it was like she was a caricature. She's like someone who doesn't know anything. She gets... I haven't watched the second film. I've not heard good things about that. Um, She gets off and she's like... At the end, she's just like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, destroy this guy who now, after the Snyder Cut, she casually destroyed a guy who not only beat Zeus, but basically sent Darkseid packing. That's, yeah. But anyways, going back to this film, I thought she was approved. Steppenwolf was really good. I liked it in this film. Um, another point, the villains actually won, which I really liked. They actually won. I was, that bit did shock me because when it, the unity happened, I was like, oh, snap. Because <laughs> I thought, oh, when they were like, oh, it's in the last minute, I thought, oh, here we go. You know, typical superhero thing. The Flash is going to do that. And then um, the bug was basically like, yeah, I'm just going to end this whole league's career. And it shot Barry. And then Barry's all like shot in his side. And the world, ba- the explosion was crazy because you saw it like exploded even Superman. Mm-hmm. But um, my second to last point, <laughs> I don't know if any of you lot actually realize this, but I thought it was really sweet <laughs> how Dark Side. He actually believed in stepping, um, stepping wall. <laughs> uh, because at the end, when just I was like, Yeah, I told you this guy was gonna flop, and Darkseid was like, He paused for a minute, he was like, 
Yeah, I guess you were right. <laughs> I, it, it, it wasn't like, yeah, like, I knew it was smack. So it, it, it was weird. It was in a way, it was like Dark Side was leaving the door open for Steppenwolf. Like, I wonder what would have happened if you know, his head didn't become a kebab. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my last point was I think Dark Side was done amazingly well. Um, it hyped him up and yeah just the way they brought him in they didn't you know straight from the beginning they showed him but it built up to it and you felt like oh this guy's serious um yeah those are the points i like yeah after that basically i think (laughs) (laughs) that's good that you were able to draw clear juxtapositions or a clear juxtaposition between uh, the theatrical cut and the Snyder cut. Um, I think there's, it, based on all of you guys' answers already, it's clear that there was an, an honest effort to try and improve the film. And overall, it sounds like it must have succeeded because your ratings were higher for the original. I, of course, I can't give a rating to the theatrical cut because I didn't watch it. Um, I, I kind of feel like I should now, just because I want to know what the differences are. Um, but I had a feeling when the theatrical cut came out that it was rubbish. So I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to skip that. I'm so glad that I did, if I'm completely <laughs> honest. If I paid money to watch it, I would have cried. But moving on to what I thought was good about, um, about the Snyder Cut, I'll just run through my through my stuff. I thought the rapport or the um, relationship, friendship, ultimately, between uh, Bruce and Diana was really nice. Um, that they shared a, a common goal, but they were also becoming uh, good friends through that um, goal that they were trying to achieve. Um, I thought the introduction mm. of the Flash was really good. Um, I liked the way that they demonstrated his, his his abilities with the Speed Force and everything. Um, in fact, I thought all of the characters' introductions were done quite well. Um, I really liked Cyborg's one when it was showing how he gave the money to. Oh yeah. A quick point I forgot to completely say this at the beginning obviously there's spoilers in this entire room we're better to say it late than ever um, yeah we're, we're literally um yeah I really like the the scene where Cyborg gave them that lady like he he gave her like a cash injection and the way they demonstrated how his mind works was really really cool um i thought Mm. i kind of agree with you guys in a way that the film obviously it is very long but it the pacing wasn't bad which is the difference between some films that aren't actually very long but the pacing is poor so it feels longer than it is um yeah, I'll go into a little bit more detail about the pacing later in in this episode. But I felt like overall the pacing helped the film move along quite well. Um, I thought as well the reintroduction of Superman was was done quite well. Um, the black suit introduction and the, and the juxtaposition it had mm. with the Man of Steel suit introduction was really nice. How they used the same learning to fly music when he and he did the same thing that he did when he was learning to fly in man of steel with the crouching down and you know like almost absorbing the energy from the ground using it to launch himself was really good um yeah i thought that was really cool. and the black suit itself was 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 completely on point um yeah i thought overall that i feel like it was it did have some similarities to avengers one but there's no harm in that, in the way that they were trying to assemble a team ultimately for a doomsday situation. I thought that was quite um, that premise is not a bad one, so to follow it's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I thought the, a lot mm. of cool Easter eggs in the film as well that were quite nice. The introduction of um, okay, yeah, spoiler alert, I guess I'll say it um, <laughs> just in case people like you can skip this part. I'm about to say. Uh, the introduction of Martian Manhunter was really good and um, showing the Green Lantern as well in that previous scene and the flashback was really cool so, moments I thought were, were, yeah. were, were in the film so overall I didn't hate it which is actually very good 
So move on. We talked all the good yeah. stuff. This is probably going to be the question that I talked the longest about for myself, but <laughs> and we're changing up the order a little bit here. So the next question I pose to you, my friends, is what didn't work for you, and what what do you feel like stopped you from giving this film a higher score? So we'll start with Rebecca. What did you think didn't work for you? Um. So though it was definitely a better film, I still feel that it wasn't that everyone didn't gel together as I wanted. In Whedon's version, there were some, there were some parts I think where you saw um, Aquaman's vulnerability. You kind of saw that at the beginning they hated each other, but soon they liked each other. This, I don't know. It, I think maybe because there wasn't enough time to kind of show them as a group because they had because Snyder wanted to show them more individually. I don't know, but I would have liked to see that more. There was also more humour in Whedon's version than Snyder's version. I understand Snyder likes to go a bit dark, which is fine, but I liked like some of the interaction between Superman and Flash. And there was a part at the end where, in Whedon's version, where Flash and Superman have kind of this like race together. And it's kind of nice, it's a nice scene. So I was kind of sad that they didn't show that part. Um, also, I wasn't happy about some of the scenes changing. Like when, I know Cyborg's dad is supposed to die in the comics, but I felt that was too early for me. I didn't want to see that yet. So yeah, it wasn't wasn't happy about that wasn't happy about more of the gore scenes I didn't think was necessary um and Superman mm. still came late I don't know how everyone felt but I just felt like he should have come earlier on so he there wasn't much of yeah, Superman man. and I wasn't and I mm. felt like there was more of Superman shown as the bad guy more than the good guy because there, I think uh, though I like the action scenes when you know he was resurrected and he kind of was like yeah when when he didn't know who he was I still felt there should it would have been nice to see a scene where he came back and he kind of spoke to like his his colleagues but it was just like he just came and just helped out and that was it you didn't really see much of him so though it was a good movie I still thought there was still some tweaks that needed to be there so yeah, but that's, and that's, that's just me. Valid, and I think that's that's a completely valid um, review. Ultimately, um, it's fair. You, no film is perfect. No one bats a thousand. And of course, if it did have all those things in it, your score would have been high. So you validated, or you yeah, you validated the score right there. So that's yeah. fine. So we'll bring on <laughs> another one on our expert panel. <laughs> <laughs> Malik, what didn't work for you? What stopped you? Ten out of ten. Um, <laughs> like, um, so it's like, like I feel like even though it done such a great, a great job of um, what's it called? Like making because like what what works well for Marvel, what makes it so great for like Avengers and stuff, is because you care about each and every character and I think they do that for like their own individual movies kind of thing and it's kind of hard so I feel like Zack Snyder done a good job obviously having to cram it all into four hours of one movie but anyway <clears throat> what I didn't like or what still kind of annoy me is um is Flash <laughs> <laughs> Flash just it just annoys me sometimes it's like sometimes he's like he's so good and so bad at the same time and it's just like it's just frustrating for me when he's like oh yeah let me just save this woman real quick and it's like wow amazing great reaction then he's like oh yeah let me just run around this this place let me just trip and bust my ankles like uh it makes it's like <laughs> so, it's like stuff like that and it's um you know just stuff like it's kind of like i don't know like they're able to do it in one scenario and like a different scenario and they can't do it so it's just like that kind of stuff which kind of like really frustrated me and kind of made me get annoyed. Um, what else was there? And then like with Steppenwolf's um, 
axe weapon thing. <laughs> in some of the scenes, the lightning on it was a bit too mad. It's like, okay, cool. It does like lightning, but it's like, it doesn't have to cover the entire screen. So it's like, yeah. Sometimes it was like a bit, a bit too much. But I guess it's kind of like, when you're working with trash, there's only so far you can make it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. So it's just like, yeah. But it's just like, those are the things I didn't like where it's kind of like, it was kind of annoying in certain parts or a bit too much, but. Cool beans, yeah. cool beans. <laughs> cool beans. <laughs> so uh, ultimately, Malik is like, Flash, they need to get rid of him. No more flash. No. Right. <laughs> if they just give him give him his own movie that explains everything in detail, I'll be like, okay, cool. I'll get you. I'll allow you. But when you're when you're running that fast, are you tripped? Mm-hmm. To be you. honest, I, I completely understand. I completely understand what you mean. And I'm probably gonna go into something similar myself. But before me, we have to ask. Tim. <laughs> what didn't work for you? What what brought your score down? Yeah, you, you sounded you look, it sounded quite surprised by my score. Um and this is the the eight point five. Um yeah, uh, just to counter slightly I, well, I can't really counter <laughs> someone's opinion because you know I'm not a like, angry person on the internet because that's what they usually do. You can't have an opinion anyway. Um, I quite I know this is what I dislike I'm going to go into that um, I quite like the, the Josh Whedon's humour there was a lot of it that was forced um, and on top of that as well um, when you look back at it there's a lot of crude jokes that he had in it especially with Wonder Woman a lot of really cringy like Michael Bay level shots um, and, and in this which was nice that Wonder Woman there was no no one was like you know treated as an object everyone was just characters which was nice no one was like I'm better than you because I'm this race or I'm this gender it was just characters which was refreshing to see um, but now delving into the things that I dislike this the first one's a bit more of a nitpick everyone I've heard a lot of people say that the Junkie XL like the the soundtrack was amazing it's it's hard to describe. Basically, it's like you know, there's that um, there's a baker and they do you the, the best donuts ever, but then for some reason they have to shut down. And then you go to like Greg's after Greg's donuts is good, but it's not as that homemade baker. Basically, Junkie itself is good, but he's no hands mm. Um The the Batman theme for me when he was. <laughs> Because I listened on YouTube, though, like he's like he released it before, and he's like, "This is it," and I was thinking, "Oh, I must have missed it." So I watched the film and I heard the Batman theme, and I was like, "That's really nothing." Like the the difference in between um, the Hans Zimmer one and the Junkie XL one is like massive. Um, yeah, music just adds. It's like good sauce on a food. It can take away or add. And if it's okay, it's okay. It doesn't really add that much to it. But I thought... Yeah, I think it was good. One, one thing that did bug me, every time Wonder Woman did anything, that weird, like, chanting music <laughs> oh, yeah. would come. It was a bit too much. It was a bit too much. So, like... Yeah. Even if even if she breathed or was thinking about what she's going to get for the shops, like, they mm. play that music. Uh but um, I would have loved to see what one um, Hans Zimmer did with like the Flash and Cyborg and Aquaman, like themes for them. Because look what he did. He brought Batman's one, he did the Man of Steel one and Wonder Woman's theme. So it would have just been nice to see what he'd, he would have done with that. But um, also another thing as well, um, <laughs> as Mum would put it, it was a bit rough. So um, yeah, like Rebecca said with the, the gore, I understand, like, they were like, yeah, let's just go nuts. But it was like, mm-hmm, a bit excessive. Um, and the language as well. Like, some scenes it was just like, yeah, you don't really need to say that. But, um, 
yeah so those sort of things right. brought it down Fair to enough. an 8.5 for me interesting very interesting i think we might all be on a similar line um in terms of what we just liked for me i'm oh this is an interesting role reversal this will probably be me doing more talking now than everyone else um <laughs> for me uh i felt like let me just <laughs> i've made a list so let me just go through the list i apologize in advance. right so i feel like <laughs> there were a lot of filler scenes um scenes that kind of just dragged on for no particular reason um and the film could have been shorter and actually more succinct without them um like that scene where batman went to find aquaman like this woman was just singing and i was like oh, and she was singing for like what thought like a last time like, oh yeah that was i don't care about this oh. but, like, there was three <laughs> scenes of that kind of nature <laughs> i was like yeah let's just move on now like, i don't care about this like, come on man i, I don't care <laughs> that um i felt like the intro so like the first part felt a little bit disjointed in 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 parts it felt rushed at moments as well so a lot of things happened with very little reason or explanation as to why they were happening it was kind of just like Stephen Wolf is here he's killing people he went to Femiskira they were getting murdered but like they had the box but then the box broke but then the women would defend it and like then the queen found out and she was like oh big man team we got to sort that out and then like the thing fell on like uh, off a cliff or something and it was like oh I was just like what is even going on like I, what like I, I said what way too many times at the beginning um I thought also there was kind of <laughs> this is more of just a nitpick and a funny point I thought when they were showing the scene with the mother boxes being um taken so like Themyscira put they one in like a cool kind of tomb ultimately um Atlantis was like I was going to put it on a platform in, in like a room and then, like, the humans were like, we're just going to bury it in a little ditch. I thought that was, I thought that was quite funny. Um, <laughs> oh, like, we'll just put it in a forest somewhere. But it's typical humans, isn't it? They're like, oh, no one's going to do Funny enough, that was the one that didn't get taken. But, anyway, <laughs> but, but so maybe, maybe they were smarter than everyone else. They were like, no, you hide it in place. They knew what they were doing. That's how you did it. Um, this is another nitpick, and um, I think this is there was this, uh, this is, there was this expression. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. That Gal Gadot kept doing. It looked like I don't know, like confusion or concentration or like pouting. I couldn't tell what it was she was she was trying to convey with her face, but she kept doing this one emotion, and it kept annoying me. Um, that was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, to kind of counter actually an opinion that you guys mentioned earlier I felt like Dark Sides and Steppenwolf by um, ex- by extension I felt myself that their motive seemed a little bit generic um, a little bit just like oh we're looking for the ultimate power gonna kill everyone if, until we get it uh, these people are standing in our way we've got to trample them down we've got to murder them all we've got to kill them pick up, the, mm. pick up the power and just like move on take over the world kind of thing kind of been done before I feel like there was an opportunity to kind of make it a little bit more nuanced but that's yeah that's that um, uh, let me see I thought and Malik just mentioned it was something that was really stupid the the, the a disparity between power levels that don't make any sense um wonder woman is demon is clearly shown to be really strong in her own films and in batman vs superman but then when it came to fighting superman she got broke up which didn't really make any sense if you've already made her strong before same thing with aquaman they demonstrated in his own film that he's clearly a heavy hitter but when it came to fighting superman superman was like <laughs> and i thought that one moment although it was supposed to be really cool i felt like it actually was a a, a disservice to the the league at the moment where you know they were all grabbing onto him and flash ran around to go and kept, like you know do something and then superman was following him as he was running in like the speed force which demonstrated <laughs> That Superman is as fast as Flash, he's as strong as Wonder Woman, he's as fu- he's as strong as Aquaman. Cyborg's a, a joke. And I thought, well, this is funny. That we're okay, he was dead and then he came back and he, for some reason he couldn't remember who he was. But it clearly showed that he had the power 
in Batman vs Superman to fight Doomsday on his own and win, but he didn't. Like he had the power, he could have. He was gonna cut Batman in half just for looking at him. But when he was confronted with Lex before, he was like, oh, I can't, I don't know how to fight. Like, oh no, I'm just, I'm struggling. I'm thinking, but you had the power to cut people in half. You were about to do it. So I thought that was a bit funny how one minute Superman is like not strong. Then he had a little death nap, <laughs> came back and then he was just like super OP. And it was kind of like, what's the point of the rest of the league if they're so weak when he's in their presence? Like when he's there, everyone else is rubbish. I thought it was not a very good way to show this team you'd been building up for like two and a half hours. Then they get up by Superman in like five minutes. Like <laughs> when Superman was like, <laughs> but have you had a power nap, don't you? Yeah, they had you that had power nap. Wonder and he was like, is this, "Is this woman dumb? Let me give her a one-two headbutt real quick." And he just gave her that that skull shattering headbutt. I was like, "She's she's gone down like a hundred power levels now." <laughs> Whereas before she was really OP, now she just looks like a weak a weakling in in, in his presence. I thought that was quite funny. Um, and it, yeah, it was kind of a disservice, like I said, to the rest of the team. And that really stupid bit where Barry, like, I, why can't they just decide what, it, whether he's good at being the Flash or not? Like, there were moments where he was just doing stuff amazing as the Flash, and then he's tripping over and he's like falling over. And I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And actually, that's a quick point. I did like, though, I forgot to mention it. The scene where he turned back time was amazing. Like, I thought that was, they did that so oh, well. Yeah. Like, how the oh, earth yeah. was mm. behind him going back in time as he was running forward. I thought that was really amazing. But he looked like a boss at that mm-hmm. bit. But then before, yeah. when he was helping Rodham, he just tripped over. And I, oh, yeah, another quick point. It's all coming back to me. I thought. Team, the team seemed a little bit uncaring towards one another, which was kind of not nice. Because <laughs> that moment where Flash was in the yeah. in the ship and he was about to, he ran to you know activate the mother box. Quick nitpick before I make the, the the secondary point, he ran past the team. So Cyborg was standing on one side, Wonder Woman and Batman and Aquaman were standing on the other side. But this guy is running so quick that he's got lightning on him. He ran in between them, which he did. They all would have been killed, but none of them died, which was weird. And then he touched the box and he <laughs> fell. He fell forward into like a wall and nobody checked if he was okay. Like everyone was just looking at Superman come back. Like, I'm like, so we're we not gonna check on the guy who made this possible to see if he's still all right. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, to be honest, I thought that there was just a lot of disjointed moments in the movie. I'm not going to rip it to shreds completely. I feel like it wasn't actually that terrible. I just felt like, yeah, there were some moments where I was a little bit like, yeah. I like you guys said as well with the swearing and like the turning up the gore and the violence. I felt like it was unnecessary. Like, you can still have stuff that's really like, oh, wow, impactful without having people swear about it. Like, you can have tension without having people have to swear. And, like, yeah, you don't have to show blood and, like, people being impaled for it to be impressive. Like, an act be impressive. Um, yeah, to be honest, I, I feel like... Yeah? Can I just count, counter one point? Yeah. About the team... Um, I, there was some bits that I thought mm-hmm. was good in terms of um, there was a bit when you know when because um, this wasn't in the original theatrical cut as well when because of he didn't die but when Cyborg's dad yeah, no. died um, Aquaman was basically yeah. it, it was a, a different to him it was like uh, you know this guy's dad's just died and now we're asking him to basically do that in the theatrical cut at that same point, yeah. him and Aquaman were still having beef. For some reason, it didn't make any sense. Aquaman was just some you know, really angry guy until Wonder Woman had her lasso on him and he basically spilled his, his, all the beans that basically Wonder Woman looks really pretty. And then from that point in the theatrical cut, he was like, <laughs> yeah, I like everyone, which didn't make sense. But in this one, it was like um, someone, I saw a post on Instagram, which was good. Because Aquaman kept talking about his dad and was so close to his dad, 
that's what made him sort of open up. And then he was talking to the Flash, and the Flash was like, I, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that. they were and then, uncaring um, for the entire film. Yeah. Just that Flash brought Superman back and no one even cared to see what happened yeah, to but him just, after he yeah. crashed into a wall at such a high speed. And yet no one checked on him. But yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really heartfelt moment where they were not bored, bonding for the better <laughs> sake of a better word over the fact that Cyborg had sacrificed, well, his father had sacrificed himself in order for them to be able to succeed. Mm. And they recognised the weight of that sacrifice, but the fact that Cyborg was still like, we still need to do this. It was a moment where he was like, you know, I don't have anything left. But then you had that juxtaposition mm. at the end where he saw his family and he's like, oh, you know, I'm not alone because obviously he's got the Justice League now. It's like his friends and his family. Nice. Yeah, I agree. That was nice. But mm. other moments, it was kind of like, even when, you know, they were getting beaten up by Superman, none of them asked each other if they were okay. Like, no one was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> What 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 was funny though was that bit with Aquaman and and the yeah, Flash at the end that. when they just like Aquaman just pointing at the Flash because when when the when when Flash was gonna get Aquaman and the Flash were gonna get Superman but Superman just did that like Matrix yeah. move and then the Flash <laughs> hit Aquaman yeah and then they both went flying so I I didn't catch this on the first time but after watching it second time. Aquaman's just yeah. pointing at the flash. He doesn't say anything. He's just I like, thought that was a good moment. You can tell in his eyes, he's like, you. Yeah, kind of build like, the I was going to get him. Dynamic, but yeah, I just think it would have been nice to be like, are you okay? But anyway, that's, uh, mm. <laughs> that's just overall, I thought it was, yeah, you know, <laughs> there were more, but let's not, I can't, I'm not going to be that guy who got them like, all out about everything I hated. So we're moving. <laughs> We move on to the fourth question. Thank you, everyone, so far mm. as well for your, your, your opinions. It's been really nice so far. So, we're changing up the order again. So, get ready. We're, you know, we're going crazy. Question four is What would you. No, wait, no, sorry. Would you say that the film is rewatchable? And would you recommend it to others? So, Tim, would you re- recommend it and rewatch it? Well, you kind of answered the first part of that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. What why though? Why why would you recommend it? Um, I think especially with a group of friends that are into that sort of thing, it'd be really good to watch. Um it I think to be honest, I think it's for me, in the top three DC EU films that they've made, um, yeah, because it's just an it's an enjoyable film, and I think that it's an enjoyable film and it's not predictable, which you don't get a lot of these days. So it's just it's just an enjoyable film, even if because I think with Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel, it's more controversial. But for example, I've even seen people like articles. The only people that seem to be really criticizing the Snyder Cut can tell are just doing it for clicks they're like well there's not people who have an honest opinions like you it's like well this actually makes the Snyder Cut wrong because you know the tree was actually lime green instead of apple green and yeah it's just stupidness like that so yeah that's why I think it's it's rewatchable it's a fun fun film Um, I would have given it a 10 if it was would you watch it or would you recommend it to a friend Will I rewatch it? Yes. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's quite a, quite a good film, and um, I would definitely recommend it to a friend. I think especially if they if they haven't seen the original version, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, just watch the Snyder Cut because it's like it's just solid. It's just really. I think it's like it kind of shows how amazing Zack Snyder is because it's like if he did the film from the jump. It's like amazing because only the only bad things I have a, to say about the mm. Snyder Cut are from the original movie. So, so it's like, well, all the Snyder Cut parts <laughs> are just like pretty, pretty good. It's like working with what he had. It's like he made the film 
really amazing because prior to that, someone was like, oh, so let's watch Justice League. I'm like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Don't do it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so it's just like, yeah, I'd definitely recommend to a friend and I'm definitely, it's one of those films that I would want to rewatch with friends. Like, even though it's like four hours long. So, Rebecca, <laughs> would you rewatch it and would you recommend it to a friend? So, if I'm honest, I rarely rewatch long movies. I'm that type of person who will start it and fast forward it because I, yeah, because I know what's going to happen. So I don't really rewatch. However, I actually did start rewatching the movie probably like an hour later just to watch some favorite parts. So, yeah, partly I would rewatch it. Um, and I have started mm. recommending it to people because. I do love DC more than Marvel, but because DC's kind of let me down, I've been leaning towards Marvel. So the fact that this Schneider Cut has made such a big difference, I've been like, yes, DC. So I've been telling people, you know, Justice League actually isn't as bad, so watch the Schneider Cut. I didn't realise I was in a den of lions. Mm. I feel like Daniel right now, surrounded by DC lions. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, that's really amazing. Uh, Myself, I think I would probably rewatch it. Um, Like you said, though, I think I'd probably jump uh, certain scenes um, like, like the, I thought they were like, why am I even gonna like when the girls bear singing? I'm like, yeah, not really. <laughs> like that singing scene, like the whole bit where like Lois was like moping in the house, cut that. Uh, even when she was talking to um, Clark's mum, although it wasn't actually Clark's mum, skip that. Um, yeah, I probably just like mm. cherry pick certain scenes I really, really liked. Um, and I would probably recommend it now because I hadn't seen the theatrical cut, but I would recommend people watch the Snyder cut, as you guys mentioned already, because I feel like, yeah, with the little corrections that Snyder made and um, reworking stuff that he'd already got, he he did make the best of it that he could. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I subscribe to the idea that somehow the theatrical cut isn't his film. It is. But he's managed to create this really unique situation where he's had a second chance at making the same film, but he's managed to make it better. It, yeah, the studio was involved in the, the theatrical cut and they finished it, but a lot of that that was in the film was his already. So it can't be like, oh, he didn't make the theatrical cut at all. Like he wasn't involved in it at all because he was. He just had a unique opportunity to improve and really actually make the film that the studio that was stopping him from making originally, which is nice, that the director kind of got the win there. Um, I thought that was quite nice. And yeah, there are some really cool scenes in it that I would definitely recommend people to see. Um, So thank you everybody for your wonderful answers so far. We're going to uh, have a intermission, if you will. Um, (laughs) Thanks everyone for your really awesome answers. They've been really good. And that concludes our section about the Snyder Cut. We're going to pick up in a little bit and, and start all over again. But thank you everybody. Really.